Hey everybody, today is Sunday, June 19th, and this is episode 4 of the Project PVC podcast. Uh, joining me today, we have Ono Raptors. Yay, hello! And our special guest, Eli, from the Boss Fountain podcast. How are you doing, Eli? Hey there, I'm doing pretty great. Uh, nice to be here on the podcast today. Yeah, Yeah, welcome. definitely, it's good to have you. Um, it's like 100 goddamn degrees here in Long Beach, so I'm sweating <laughs> balls. How about you? <laughs> I mean, I'm doing pretty well here. Um, I'm down in yeah. Virginia on the East Coast, best coast. Uh, it's a little oh. muggy. Oh. <laughs> I'm starting wow. it. Don't worry. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> yeah, it's a little muggy out here today, but um, I've been doing pretty good. Uh, just catching up on all the E3 news and stuff that's been coming in. Uh, it's yep. been a lot to take in. Yeah, there have been there have been many video games, many games. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we've got some cool stuff to talk about that's today. That's my actually. stance on E3. <laughs> Oh, we'll get to delve into that a little bit um, in, uh, in a while here. We have some figures to talk about. We have an East versus West kind of thing going on that we'll get into. We're going to be going over some topics from E3, some interesting titles that we liked. Um, but first, before we get into that, uh, Eli, tell me a little bit about Boss Fountain. Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm Eli from the Boss Fountain podcast. Um, it's a video game theme podcast. Well, mostly video game theme podcast that we started uh, about in April was our first episode that we got on iTunes. And April's a good month for podcasting. It yeah. is, yeah. <laughs> That's when we started um, this one as well as Figure Rar, as it turns out. Yep. Yep. It's oh. a podcast month. Man. Yeah. <laughs> podcast April, official holiday. <laughs> um, but yeah, we usually talk about video games. Um, we also dip into other pop culture stuff too, as well, like uh, you know, anime and movies and all that stuff too. So you'll occasionally nice. just hear me be like, "Oh shit, fucking check out JoJo this week. He ate the spaghetti. <laughs> he punched it, <laughs> dude. He so ate the spaghetti one week. <laughs> God damn, that's like that's an actual thing. We didn't make that up. Uh, he fucking he's he's gonna fix that spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Who who does that show with you anyway? Um, we have two hosts along with me. We have uh, TJ, resident girl gamer. Uh, not actually, but <laughs> that's what we call her. And then we have Mike as also our resident hockey fan. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always have to have one of those. Yeah, oh, yeah definitely. <laughs> Somebody has They're to be. They're few and far between. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the way it, we just kind of talk about video game news on there all day. And we've been doing RE3 stuff recently. Uh, we have like... That must have been hectic. It has been. We had like three episodes up in one week, and that was... Oh, wow. <laughs> that was rough to do during a full work week, too. But we mostly yep. did it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it's a test of test of endurance <laughs> to see what, you're, what, you, can, what you can pump out. Because um, E3, man, is, is definitely a busy, busy time. Uh, you guys... So how, how did you guys meet? Were you all friends before you started? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we all met on a forum, like a while ago back in 2009 2010 uh and mm. we were just like hey you guys want to play left for dead 2 and that was the first game we played together we've been all Aww, best friends ever that's since that's cool mm. yeah we're yeah, always really nostalgic uh, about that game zero and i actually met through my figure collection which is basically a forum yep a forum that's that's all you need to say really <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, so I don't know, and and I, I was like, hey, do you want to do this this weird podcast idea I have? And you were like, sure, I guess. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because we had actually we had never chatted before that at all. Like I was just doing my moderating thing and my Tumblr thing. 
I, had I mentioned wanting to do a podcast? I'm like, I'm not, I'm not even sure what sparked that idea. I don't think, I think I just came up with it one day. I was like, well, why isn't there a podcast for figures? Like, I understand, like, you know, figures are a visual thing, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe that's why people haven't done it yet. But, I mean, I think we've figured out a decent formula. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't, I think so, too. You know. So, yeah, I think it's a pretty cool, pretty cool thing. Um, and I think at some point, you and I might go on Eli's show, mm-hmm. is that right? Yeah, yeah, we're uh, shooting for next week. So we'll probably have some cool video game and and figure collecting topics mashed together on one show. Yeah, we have to get we have to get the rest of your podcast crew into figure collecting. That's our I'm, that's our goal. I'm trying. It's gonna be our mission. They're on the very edge. They're so close. They just need a little push. <laughs> Dude, we'll help you push them. Exactly. Look, they're looking forward to it. Right I think. off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never come back. Never come back. <laughs> Straight into the garbage bin of anime collecting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The fucking dumpster where we all live. <laughs> um, good, good. I'm excited. I'm excited to be on a show that I'm not going to have to worry about editing. Oh, oh no, it's, yeah. it's all me, baby. That's all me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, how long have you been into figure collecting, anyway? Um, I actually started pretty recently, back in 2010 or yeah, 2010. That's when I got my first job. And I got yep. my first paycheck, and I was like, I'm an adult now. I can do whatever I want. I'm going to... Responsible nice. purchases. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I bought, like, a, a Samus Figma, and that was my first Good figure. choice. Yeah. That's an excellent choice, actually. It was the uh, was it the, the Varia suit or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and it was all downhill from there. Oh, of course. Yep, yep. So what have you gotten recently? Have you gotten anything cool lately? Yeah, actually, I have some uh, right here to show you guys. Um... Ooh, nice thinking. Yes, yeah. ooh, video. <laughs> the advantage of video. Um, this is sort of recent. I haven't made too many purchases in the last year or so, but I have uh, my, I think it's Max Factory oh. Space Dandy right there. Yes. A big fan Dude. of this one. Uh, Dude, that's excellent. Yeah, it's super good. I love the base of the figure, <laughs> too, because it has a little Aloha Oi uh, mm-hmm. ship uh, logo on there. And that's, I mean, what a, what was that? What a great show! Yeah, I, God, what a, I love what Space a great Andy. show. So inspired. <laughs> that that oh, is yeah, one no, way to figure. explain it. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Had a very cool have, style. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are you gonna get the uh, other one? The what is it, honey? Yeah, I actually have her, but she's in the box right now. I didn't have. I didn't want to take her out Uh-oh. at the moment. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I believe they're actually Mega House, I want to say, and not Max Factory. Um, I just like, I'm getting flashbacks of just seeing the product photos with just a plain black or plain white background, which is how Mega House do. Sure. Yeah. um, But yeah, I have some other figures here too um, that I'm coming to. I also have the Good Smiles Tharja. From Fire Emblem. Ooh, that was oh, nice. I really, God. really want her. Yeah, that was yeah, an older purchase, but she was she's still pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Very good detail on that one. Um, I also had a desktop McCoy of uh, just Goku on a little dragging thing. Uh, mm, I have no clue what it's called. Mm-hmm. It's really colorful, though, and I really liked it because he looked really different from his usual outfit. So I was like, ah, why not? Um, other than that, I also had a uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 Figma of Solid Snake. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 
Other than that, not too many purchases. A lot of pre-orders down the way, though, that's for sure. Dude, it's a slippery slope, man. It, it is. For sure, for sure. Dude, once you get those those cases, dude, you're going to be like, well, now I need to fill them. Yeah, now I have to. There's no way I can't. And then you're going to get to the point where it's going to be like three per shelf, and you're going to be like, well, it looks too cluttered now. I need more. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's a slippery slope, guys. Watch out. <laughs> dude, but it's totally worth it. Mm-hmm. So today, today, the big figure topic we have, um, we're going to be talking a little bit about Western companies versus Japanese companies. Mm-hmm. Um, how they differentiate in quality, that sort of thing. Um, let's see, where are we at first with that? Oh my god. Okay. I don't know if you have the slide up, Nicole, and it's fine I if sure you don't do. Yet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Funko Pops have been something that bugs the shit out of me. <laughs> You're not the only and, one. Trust me. Okay, good. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we can all be passionate about this subject. So, <laughs> For sure. You go, you go to places in the mall... And unfortunately, one of these places is Hot Topic, and they have like a wall full of these things. An absolute wall. Oh my goodness. So I was, mm-hmm. when I was much younger, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was a little uh, like gothy mall rat. It was horrible. It's really cringy <laughs> to like think back on. But there was a mall right across from my high school. So, I mean, it made well, it to, really, really easy. <laughs> um, and of course, you go to Hot Topic. And so I remember like from back then, and I just recently um, went to a mall for Hot Topic for, I believe, my little sister, like Christmas or something, and mm-hmm. they had a literal wall of these. Oh, yeah. I was I was blown away because I didn't even know like that was their thing. I mean, it's not their thing, but... But they've, they've made it a <sighs> thing. God, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... And I understand... I do understand the appeal. They're like a very, you know, for American toys, a very cutesy shape. And they, mm-hmm. you can get one of anything, like absolutely anything pulp cu- or pop culture. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I, some look better than others, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Hang on, I have fighting cats here. One second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I need, to, I need to be the mediator. Uh, well, going off that topic... You know, I actually do kind of like the ones that aren't humanoid or at least don't have, like, the tiny little bodies and the tiny legs. That's what gets me. And that's actually my problem with Nendos at first. I thought they looked absolutely ridiculous. Like, somehow even smaller bobbleheads. And I just couldn't... (laughs) I couldn't do it. And it's the same thing with these. They just look weird with their tiny tiny limbs i can't i can't no i'm not a fan they're like very disproportionate and uh i don't know i wish and i don't know what you said just now when i ran away to take (laughs) a cat but um i feel like good smile has given it a shot to catch on here in the u.s with some of their more popular ones i think the the biggest one i saw um the most quote-unquote mainstream nendoroid Mm -hmm. was like the wind wind waker link Oh, for sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that was really, really big. I saw that mm-hmm. on a lot of different store shelves. It wasn't not just at one place. Yeah, yeah. Um, but of course, but for also, some reason they don't catch on. Well, they've really, really caught on um, compared to a few years ago. Like, pretty much everyone that's into anime, at least, knows what a Nendo is. 
Yeah, you, you know? can right. you can get some in you know some decent American places. Uh, like I know mm-hmm. Nintendo Land had the exclusive uh, Ash. Not I mean not Ash Red uh, Nindos mm. not too long oh, ago. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, Which is pretty neat. Yeah, and, but I mean just some of these uh, Funko Pops, they're they're hard to beat because you can even go to GameStop and they have like an absolute yeah. wall of them too, and it's oh my God. <laughs> and it's just like I don't want any of this they look well a lot of them look kind of garbage <laughs> like the boo one yeah. you have on here that's kind of cool it's because it's, it's you know it's, it's actually kind of cute yeah because it's different <laughs> from the other ones but like the miku one and the, oh, the miku one. ones look horrible i just ah. can't get over it. it's because her her pigtails make her look even more disproportionate mm-hmm. yeah. just, i can't do it and again the tiny tiny legs i think that's what bothers me the most They're tiny tiny stick legs <laughs> uh, i just i want to like knock them over whenever i actually see one in person and i actually i actually have a few because um i get loot crate and mm-hmm. they just dump them in them oh yeah they like, love really? to every fucking month you get a little pop <sighs> yeah. yeah i don't know the uh just kind of piling up here the funko pops make me want to punch them <laughs> oh no <laughs> i don't know i completely get that because again like wanting to push them over just because like how how are they like how are they being just in general where they're tiny bodies and they're huge heads their existence is just like suffering you need to put them out there suffering. <laughs> you can see it in there yeah. <laughs> They're dead, soulless black uh. guys. They, uh, <laughs> they, um, they run like twenty, thirty bucks, don't they? What, what's the price range for these normally? They're around, yeah, they're around twenty. Around twenty. Yeah. I think they I mean, vary. Sometimes twenty-five. I think that has a lot to do with their popularity too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. An Android, mm-hmm. and that's fifty bucks. And I mean, the quality is definitely up there, but most people mm-hmm. want to just get it and go i think oh yeah yeah, yeah. and a lot yeah. of collectors especially new collectors they don't want anything that you have to pose or change out parts so these mm-hmm. are just really easy collectibles to get and again they come in every series they just dump them out so fast yeah how are they getting all these licensing agreements yeah that's what i can give them as like a positive that their reach is ridiculous for when it comes to licenses yes. like mm-hmm. you have the they have tokyo ghoul on here too mm-hmm. that's yep. and then you can get like an iron man one too it's like literally anything you can imagine oh yeah it's insane i was it's going through insane. the list and they had a preacher based off the comic and tv tv series a new tv series like before the series even oh, started yeah. They're yeah, like, yeah. oh, okay, sure. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> that sure is a generic dude figure. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. But again, that's that's what they really have going for them. It's a, they're uniform, so mm. if you buy a bunch of them, it looks like a nice collection. Uh, you can right. just have walls full of these like little chibi figures and then they also again have every fucking pop culture series everything yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and a lot of yeah. these they don't have m- much merch especially figures and if they do they're probably like you know again american companies really like action figures they love action figures oh yeah i love them mm-hmm. so this is a nice non-possible alternative but again horrible <laughs> yeah at the end of the day too it's just infinitely more accessible 
for people. Oh, yeah, of um, course. Because who wants to go online and decipher an English translated Japanese yeah. website to buy <laughs> figures and then pay shipping? And then pay for the shipping. Just, yeah, of yeah. course. And then so if you, easy to get. If you buy locally, too, then you're paying the importers, like, whatever cost that is already. So that then yep. you're jumping yep. past the $50 usual price point. So then mm-hmm. it's like, it's just not worth it. Oh yeah, definitely. And then if you're living anywhere that has um, like anime and figures for sale in different stores, like half the time they're bootlegs. And, mm-hmm. and, and it, I think we touched on this last podcast too. We did but, a bit. Um, it's just a lot harder, I think, to get into it mm-hmm. because of that. So I don't know. I mean, their popularity makes sense. Mm. From that perspective, yeah. but I just was, I will not indulge. It's popular, but I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. brought up in chat. They do a lot of exclusives for um, anime conventions or comic conventions. Yeah, and, and there have been some store exclusives. Oh, oh, like Overwatch. They have Overwatch um, pops, and I was oh, yeah. like, yeah. why, why, why this? Thanks. Out of everything you could have mm-hmm. made. Made this. I want Overwatch figures so much, and so I still can't much. bring myself. Oh to buy god, I would oh. pay so much for like a good Fera figure. Oh, oh we saw yeah. that one tracer, one tracer like scaled figure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Have to look into the details for that. And again, we're gonna get into it. It's gonna be stupid expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, Fera is the Blizzard shop exclusive. Oh uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they know what Why they're doing this? from a marketing sure. perspective. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. They, they oh, totally get it. They're pushing those they're characters hard. They're going to make sense. Like, they're mm-hmm. so popular, so mm-hmm. it was bound to happen. One thing I've always wanted to do, this is like a slight deviation, but mm-hmm. go to uh, San Diego Comic-Con mm-hmm. um, simply because of the exclusive toys that they have there. I remember oh, one year yeah, yeah. they had some really cool um, Gears of War figures mm-hmm. back when that was the thing. And I've wanted one of those, and they only ever released it at San Diego Comic-Con. And mm-hmm. I just have, if you tried to buy it now, it's like $300 Oh, yeah, Kodobukiya does uh, Comic-Con exclusives, too. And they're always pretty cool. I mean, they're usually repaints or they're the small change. But I think it would be really fun to go there and buy one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would definitely. totally spend a ton of money on those things if I could. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it'd be a little dangerous for me to go, but I definitely try that myself. <laughs> So, who are these weird little Shonen Jump guys? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, that's their mini blind box figures. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing. This is, um, this is Series 2. And they're like little, little pops, pretty much. I mean, they're basically the same proportions. They look basically the same. Just tiny, tiny. Yep. I don't think their feet are a little different. Yeah, I don't think these are too bad though. These are like the same stuff you would see like in a you know a Japanese figure store too. It's just like oh the yeah, mystery yeah. box with little keychain thing for like mm. for a few bucks. And their their heads are much bigger mm-hmm. in comparison with their body compared to the full sized ones, which I think <laughs> helps a lot. Like I don't I don't think they're that bad looking. I personally wouldn't be interested. Um, but that's also because of the character selections. I'm just not... Yeah. Eh. Is that Ben 10 there? I feel like that looks like Ben 10. Ben 10? That looks Where? like Ben 10. In, what? Right in the smack dab in the middle. Uh, below that little no, picture of Naruto. From, the the popular Shonen uh, Jump character. That's ben 10. Light. From oh, Death that's Note. Light. Whoops. He oh looked God. like Ben 10. Oh my God. I'm going to decide it's Ben 10. <laughs> so it's fine. 
I wonder if they have one of Ben 10. <laughs> He's still relevant, I'm sure. I don't know. <laughs> In some circles, Ben 10 is They do. Funko does some, like, really much older series. I mean, we have an Astro Boy figure up on the screen right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I saw um, Rocky and Bullwinkle. That was interesting. What? Yeah. Wow. That's, Dude, they're all over the fucking place. Yeah. They really are. I mean, I guess they're super cheap to make, so it's like... Yeah, Why yeah. not do everything and you can? And easy to design, because it's all the same base model, mm-hmm. more or less. So, who is this... Uh, we're on the slide with um, Pinhead, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what is he from? Yeah, what the fuck is that? We gotta know. You said Dorbs or something, right? Yep. Oh, right. It's another little figure series I have. And they they all look like this again. Um, just like the Pops, they have the same similar silhouette. And they're almost, almost all of them have this little smiley face on, which I think is absolutely adorable. <laughs> I chose Pinhead because I do really like uh, Hellraiser and Pinhead. Hellraiser and look... Look he's so at happy. how cute he is. He is so cute and he is so happy. I just, uh, I can't. Obviously, I like these a lot more than their pops. Yeah, he's happy to be totally eviscerating you. I know. <laughs> oh, it just, uh, it warms my heart. It I think these are a bit better than the Funko Pops. Just because, yeah. I mean, they're simpler, but I also imagine they're a lot cheaper too. To the point where it's like, ah. Uh, I can understand why they like this, and they probably have a mm. ton of fucking licenses under their belt as well, too. Like, they have right, Hellraiser yeah, right yeah. here. I know. <laughs> you know what I thought it was first with those um, those monies. Money. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Money. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you can, like, do it yourself and sort of paint it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I, I thought that was it, and I know those are pretty popular. Um, they are, they collectors are. Because some, some people, you know, will do really legit ones and then mm-hmm. sell them online. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I've gotten a few of those. I let's see from again loot crate as well as oh, could have sworn I got an exclusive one at a convention. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, BlizzCon years back I got one, which is pretty neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a cool thing, cool idea. I like that I like they're the yeah. again they're um, they're somewhat based on like traditional wooden dolls. Yeah. Oh, I could. So see they'd that. have that. Yeah, they have that same silhouette, and then you could just paint over them and whatever design you want mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i think they're pretty cute they're not as bad i personally would not want to buy one um just because of course that money can go to like a nendo or figma or something right and i'm not gonna sit down and paint my own thing that's just not me <laughs> mm-hmm. i think that skill level for me stops at, like warhammer models uh-huh. and even then i didn't really have the patience to do this <laughs> they're kind of fun but like doing something big like that no thanks yeah i can barely do like the easy gundam builds myself so i think that's oh, that. no. it's just uh dude i started so like my figure collection has changed a little bit to where now it's included some gundam models whoa and... whoa 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 it has always included gundam models well, it has, it has, but now I'm, like, trying to take it seriously. So I'm not at the point where I'm sanding parts down and, and painting, mm-hmm. but I am at the point where I'm doing, like, detail work with um, really, really small, like, pens, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But You'll get to yeah, real I'm great totally eventually. <laughs> God, no, dude. I don't, I don't know if I can do that. That's Aww. a big commitment. I actually just bought a little model kit. It's one of the... The small bear guys. The, like, the yep. children ones, because they're uh, so, so cute. I think I got the pink one. 
I'll just have it put it together. <laughs> it's my dream. It's my dream to get one of the full-sized ones and then just bedazzle it. <laughs> that sounds super just cute, really, actually. I like that really, really lazy. Please make it happen. <laughs> I will. I'll try. I'll try. How about you build them? I'll customize them. Okay, sounds good. Do you have a bedazzler? <laughs> I'm going to judge Not you yet. if you say Not yes. Not yet. Not yet. You can do it by <laughs> oh hand. God. I don't think a bedazzler would work on plastic. I think it's mainly... For like jeans fabric? and shit. Yeah, because yeah, it's like jeans, a pin for sure. or something. Yeah. Dude, I remember so that you just glue them on one by yeah. one. And I want to do a lot of glitter. Maybe some lace mm-hmm. and bows. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, so, cool. This is our it's next venture. There you go. <laughs> plan. We'll, we'll, we'll do it and we'll post photos of the results. The uh, ones... Okay, so the Superman and the Harley Quinn... If we're still on that slide, I had I had to put up that Superman because it's absolutely fucking Jesus. ridiculous. Looking. It's the derpiest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> and and I'm wondering so if they did it on purpose because you know I don't really know the context of this release, but it kind of looks <laughs> like it's supposed to be Batman versus Superman. I, I oh yeah, but he is looking in two totally different directions. Uh-huh. He is very most derpy of them, looking. Most of them do look like that. Um, I feel like. I do feel like it's on purpose, but... Mm-hmm. Like, there's some degree of... I don't know if that's a good thing. Artistic you know? license there. Yeah. Well, like, they had some Ghostbusters ones, which looked okay. Mm-hmm. But once again, like, these aren't things that I'd want to buy for myself, because I just look right. for different things in figures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I know this is, sounds kind of weird to say. I just kind of thought of it right now. I like the figures to sort of take themselves seriously to an extent, because mm-hmm. I want to get them because they sort of... I feel I want to feel like they came out of whatever you know medium that I discovered them in, like the camera right. of the game, or they came yeah out I can of understand that, whatever, and they're right there on the shelf. But something like this, where it's more a little cartoony and less serious, is not it's not it doesn't appeal to me, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that's the kind of collector that I am. Mm-hmm. I think if you're collecting comic book stuff, there's just there's so much of it out there. Yeah. That I, I would assume most collectors do like a mix of the two. They get like these um, they get the really 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 you know fancy, well done dramatic figures, and then they're like, yep. hey, I really like this character. Look at this really fucking dumb figure. It is <laughs> oh, yeah. so silly. I have to get it. And admittedly, if I saw one of a character I liked, I like I really liked, I'd probably get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like, I saw... So, we don't have a picture of this one, mm-hmm. but I was in a comic shop a while back, and I saw a Batman figure that was um, totally grayscale, because it was supposed to be, you know, black and white and whatnot, mm-hmm. and the paint job was... Oh, my God. It left so much to be desired, oh, and no. it was... But it was supposed to be, like, big. It was, like, one-seventh scale, right? Uh-huh. So, I'm looking at it, and, like some of the lines are going over you know where they should have stopped and it's just it's a lot and i look at the price tag and the thing is like priced at three hundred dollars and i was like holy shit this better be made out of gold or something (laughs) yeah it looks it looks ugly as sin western figures some people buy it yeah western figures definitely have that higher price range sometimes Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's just because i i I, labor costs or something are just higher in the west or I I don't know, but man, they are usually not worth it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm always really surprised because, of course, I I look at anime figures every day. I follow every release for you know Tumblr and my figure collection, and then sometimes I get I get emails from um, other figure stores like uh, sideshow collectibles. I get yep. their emails, 
and then I look at the figures, and I'm like, wow, that's really cool. Like, I saw this jumbo poison ivy, and I was like, wow, I would like that. Mm-hmm. A go-to is like $500 again, <laughs> and I'm always amazed. Like, Holy we shit. complain about the Japanese figure prices on this podcast a lot. And then we mm. go, <laughs> I go to American side, and I'm like, Holy shit. We are Thank God I didn't get caught up in this. <laughs> like twice right, as right. much as them almost. Um, so much. I feel like some sideshow collectibles things are really, really good. They have this one mm. uh, series for Star Wars, I think, going right now. Uh-huh. Um, that Boba Fett is in. Mm-hmm. And and I think there's a Darth Vader as well. I can't remember everybody that's in it. But this is this is the thing. This is the 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 gauge, I guess, if you will. I don't know. Go with me on this one. So mm-hmm. either it's on one side of the gauge where it looks like ass, or it's on the other side where it's ultra detailed mm-hmm. and so expensive. And the thing is, both of these things usually occupy the same price range. It could mm-hmm. look like ass or it could look really great. Yeah, but yeah. Either way, it's going to be like double any figure you can get from Japan, even after importing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's crazy to me. I don't know if you um, have the first four figures thing pulled up but that's something that i wanted to talk about let's Um, do it yeah definitely because like they just did a uh did a video on their artorias that they're releasing they're going to do a whole dark souls series they're going to put out artorias sif um ornstein and somebody else Mm -hmm. can't remember off the top of my head right now they said it in the video but this thing's just about two feet tall it's huge Mm -hmm. and it looks incredible Mm -hmm. um but it is priced at five hundred dollars, and <laughs> I'll never be able to get it probably because know, like there's so, so much a drop. That's not going to happen. Half a grand. Yeah. So, I think they know that it's pretty freaking expensive, and, I'm, mm-hmm. and I don't doubt that the effort that the artists and the sculptors put into this um, mm-hmm. isn't worth that much, if not more. But right, because this is this is a good. Um example of beautifully beautifully detailed figures that are again really pricey Mm -hmm. um so i don't know i just (laughs) right now i could never see myself doing it i have admittedly admittedly i have thrown down 500 on lolita dresses like just one dress set (laughs) so i can't say i'd never do it but (laughs) right right well you can wear that out of the house this has to stay home yeah right yeah 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 so there's some utility to what you're buying in that case, mm-hmm. but I mean this is this is like on another level. I don't know. So they know that this is expensive because they have like three different types of payment plans you can choose from. Oh, you can do God. monthly installments, which is a fantastic idea. It's a great Not idea. I don't know many um, companies or even shops that do that, and it's mm-hmm. again good idea because mm-hmm. again. Yep. It's much easier to do little installments. I know I read on my figure collection pretty often that people are like, hey, you should just save up month by month, and then you can afford it. But come on. Yeah. Who does that? Who has that kind of self-control? people do that. But we're talking about collectors, okay? Uh Like, we might see a figure on sale and be like, well, I have to get that now. Right, right. (sighs) Or you might find a great... um deal on it on a community shop or something or somebody just selling it themselves and whatever yeah yeah i get it sometimes you get to pull the trigger before you're ready literally now or never right or just i was going for like spending the money that you would quote save up on other stuff yeah yeah and being not responsible that too too. no it's true i've been in that position i think most people have but Mm -hmm. um i don't know first four figures definitely 
has the right ideal though even mm-hmm. though they they exist in that tier of I don't have half a grand to drop on figures they are trying to reach the most number of people possible which I mean mm-hmm. is sound a sound business decision I think you For want sure. to, you want to you want to make that money back they, the cheapest payment plan they have is like 75 bucks a month mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. x number of months whatever it is and uh, their down payment really isn't that much either i think it's like 30 to 50 dollars that's not bad yeah they're definitely doing it right they are doing it right and if you're gonna occupy that that pricing scale you have to you have to enable people to get your stuff it's kind of interesting that makes it seem Uh, much more obtainable yeah yeah they seem they seem pretty good they seem like passionate people too i've watched a couple of their videos and so yeah they they definitely like want people to get excited about their products Mm -hmm. but yeah it's just my god that price They've put out a lot of cool things in the past, though, as you can see on the slide. Yeah, but uh, I, I, I can definitely. Um, don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> I, I, I was gonna say I totally understand that you know the prices, but it's kind of interesting to think about. Um, you know, Japanese figures and a lot of you know Japanese merchandise for like anime and video games and all that stuff. Like you guys said, it's it's always pretty pricey, but um, they usually have yeah. a pretty good reason because you know. That's where most of the revenue comes from. It's you know, it's merchandise. It's not like airing. Mm, that's very true. It's not airing the show. It's making the Blu-ray sales. It's making uh, you know, the figure sales, and mm. at their prices, it seems like they're doing it all right. But I, I don't know. I, I just does that much work go into Western figures to warrant that price? Well, and that's the thing too. You you either have things that look like somebody painted in the dark or you have things that look like somebody spent their whole life making mm-hmm. and they they occupy the same price range mm-hmm. another issue with most non-japanese figures like these larger scale figures is that they're um usually polystone which mm-hmm. is very heavy and much more expensive uh, uh, way way back right. in the day way back in the day um most japanese figures were also polystone and that that kind of makes it look I feel like almost a marble statue that's then painted over. I personally don't like Mm -hmm. that style very much. Mm -hmm. Um, It works out really, really great for some styles, like these first four figures, I believe, are polystone. I know there's something... I know they're not PVC. No, no. How dare they be on Project (laughs) PVC Podcast and not be PVC. (laughs) But yeah, I think that, that goes into it a lot and just... Um, what was I gonna say? That that makes it much more expensive, and again, that like that makes shipping horrible, horrible Uh because they're so heavy. Mm -hmm. And I feel like polystone is actually very delicate. Like again, it's like having a marble statue almost. You could just you drop it, and it's like boom, their head falls off. Yeah, Yeah. I'm sure they just chip super easily or something like that too. Yeah, I feel just looking at it. But uh, yeah. that material looks like it works really well for armor, though. Like, really thick armor type yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think so as well. I, I do think it looks better for armor than PVC does. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Because it's much, more, it's much more rugged, and you can tell it's, like, it's made out of something, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, it does. But it for, does. for skin and hair especially, eh, yeah. I just I don't like it. Like, the Zelda one, it's not... I'm sure that's you know, polystone, too, and it's not looking... I'm not really feeling mm-hmm. it. Well, that's yeah. what's interesting about them, too, is, like, as a company, they put out some figures that I'm like, ugh. But then they put out some figures that I've gone nuts over. <laughs> and they're, they're, it's all the same company, you know what I mean? The Zelda mm-hmm. one doesn't really look that good, but, like, 
they they've put out um a samus one recently mm-hmm. that i think it's oh man I, i'm sorry if i get this wrong but i think it's from metroid prime 3 it's like the light suit mm-hmm. or something and we don't have a picture of it but that thing looks fucking incredible well i have the i have the gravity suit one yeah, up you so do. it's pretty similar I saw that. Mm-hmm. yeah and, and that like one even has idea. lights and shit in it they, they mm-hmm. explore the um the often unexplored territory of uh putting lights in figures <laughs> and i think that's really cool so yeah yeah you don't get that a lot in japanese ones. i think in her uh they have her ship as well as from the same company as a figure um yep. and that lights up too and that's also very expensive but it looks that's super cool. cool that's so cool i've been i've been really getting into like uh ship models from like I know Firefly, Star Trek, all that. Nice. I think that's something I'd like to collect, but again, they're really, really pricey. Yeah, yeah. I cry. Mm. I cry too. <laughs> I cry too. Uh, we're all in tears. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Japanese ones, though, like you're right too. The material they're made out of is not as um, it's not as lasting. It's more flexible, but then, like, you, mm-hmm. it's a real thing that if you leave it out in the sun, it might get, like, yep. sun bleached or warped. That's or, completely true. Yeah. yeah. You know. And so I there think are it's... pros and cons to each, but, mm-hmm. again, if you take care <laughs> of PVC figures, and I mean, the price difference, as right. well as uh, the general style difference, eh, eh. Well, everybody knows that all figure collectors live in caves anyway, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> they never see the light of day. Yeah, you should see my uh, house right now. The blinds are totally drawn. Oh, no. And, uh, yeah, everything is in, like, a dark little hovel. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I've no, gotten, I, I feel that. I've gotten blackout curtains. <laughs> <laughs> Just to you protect the figures. <laughs> That's the only reason, right? Yeah. So yep, yeah, that, and so that's if you have... it. It's definitely for the figures, not because I I take a lot of naps during the day. <laughs> no. Dude, it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like the uh, if if you have if your price range for a good figure is hundred to hundred fifty dollars, I think Japanese figures are the thing the thing for you because I don't think mm-hmm. you're gonna get the same amount for your money from Western companies. Mm-hmm. And I should I should say by the way that first four figures is based out of the UK. It's not mm, in America right. or anything like that. So we just kind of mean anything that's outside of Japan. Yeah. But um, if your price range is like five hundred bucks, then you know that opens up your world a little bit more, right? You just have to be a little more discerning because some people don't know the value of the work they've done. Mm-hmm. Right. But again, it it mostly comes down to what series you want. Yeah. Well, that too. That too. I think that's the main the main disconnect between the two hobbies. Although a lot of non-Japanese companies are doing anime series and everything. Like we had, again, Funko Pop. There are a ton of anime series now, as well as um, McFarland Toys has been doing a few anime series. I know they did Attack on yep. Titan, as yeah. well as Tokyo Ghoul. Yep. Those look pretty good. Look They're pretty like, good. for... For the same price as a Funko toy, which is like $20, maybe $25, mm. um, I believe both this Attack of Titan and Tokyo Ghoul one are like $20, $25. I do think you're getting more for your money, um, yep. but also I think that's just because there's more detail. McFarlane toy quality is, eh, 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They've made some good action figures. Yeah. Um, I remember as a kid, I got some really cool uh, McFarlane figures, hmm. but it's not like it's not to the same level. I get what you're saying. Right. I think uh, their paint jobs are really some of their the worst pa- stuff. That's it. Oh. Horrible. I've gotten yeah. a few from game releases like game special editions Ooh, come to the figure Ooh, pay a hundred more dollars for this figure i'm like oh that's fantastic that's a fantastic price <laughs> and then i get it i'm like fuck oh, why did i do did this I do? oh i know that well. feeling <laughs> i got a um the dark souls 2 uh, special edition and that had like uh, a you know fuck me too that yeah they had the really fancy <laughs> figure in there too right and then you open it yeah. up i had to get it yeah and you open it up and you see that terrible paint job it's really muddy <laughs> oh no fucking horrendous dis- like uh. there's like low detail in the like in the mm. armor there's no face underneath it so it's just black Dude, those two swords <laughs> that you get look like fucking toothpicks god they're like oh, no. they bent super easily too i think my one of them was bent when i got it, it was like this was worth it yeah. this is uh. what i get uh <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, um, I felt like I had to get it. I felt obligated because I just loved that series for so long. Oh, yes. Yeah, and so, do. I mean, I'll, full disclosure, when Dark Souls 3 came out, guess what I did? I got the special edition with the fucking statue, even though I knew. I knew oh, that no. it wasn't going to be as good oh. um, as what I'd prefer to buy in my own time. But, yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, I just felt like I had to do it. And I displayed I, it indignantly. I thought about getting the Overwatch collector's edition with the little statue. Soldier 76. Mm-hmm. Yep. I really thought about it. It's not but painted. Why is it painted? <laughs> don't know. Don't, I don't know. Like at one point, they, they start to say, oh, look at this really cool statue, and it's supposed to look... Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to have a place of prominence on your shelf and everything, but it sometimes it just feels like they painted it black because they didn't feel like painting it for real. Oh, no. yeah, for sure, for sure. It's just less money and less time because, right. um, I mean... I know a lot of Japanese figures, and I assume most overseas figures are hand-painted. Of course, it's through, like, an assembly line, but... Right, right. But they do still do it that way. You can notice inconsistencies um, between two figures if you hold them side by side. Like, that's Mm -hmm. a real thing. But, yeah, I know. Like, I bet at some stage during the uh, development process, they were like, you know, yeah, we'll paint this thing. And then they are probably like, oh, no, we need to save some money. Maybe we'll just paint it black Maybe. instead. It'll still look uh, good. Yeah. It's strange so, that they uh, went with 76, too, and, and it's such a boring pose. Like, He's yeah. so... It's... I only like him now because of the stupid fandom around him. Yeah, because he's like, Grandpa, man, you want some <laughs> snacks? <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, it, it was really unfortunate. I... You would think they put like a tracer in there or something because she's sort of like the poster mm. girl at the moment, right? Yeah, yeah. Or even even Widowmaker. Mm-hmm. I would have guessed. I would have guessed Widowmaker just because you know, them assets. Um. Yeah. <laughs> them assets though. The expanding booty with the recon vision thing. That's that's an important feature. <laughs> Dude, I'm in. But I've also noticed a lot of American and etc. Companies they don't with games they don't. Like doing female characters. Nope, yeah. they don't. Nope, that's not, not, that's not at what all. appeals to U- U.S. gamers, <laughs> uh, Nicole. We like everybody to be mad and to be. We mad. want manly man yeah. looking like box art guy <laughs> on the box walking towards yep. you. Oh God! Chin down that's why we have fucking Soldier Seventy Six. Yeah. Uh, I like him. He's just cast in the wrong light right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's in. He's there for the wrong reason. Grandpa deserves better. He does deserve better. Hey, well, he I takes think, care of all of us. I think he's only dad, okay? He's only 
40? 30 something? He is not 30. He's... I don't know. I'm trying, he, no, okay? I think he's 40 no. something. Reinhardt's like 50. Reinhardt's. He's like Reinhardt's 50 or 60. Reinhardt's a 90s he's, kid, he's apparently. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, he's 60-something. He's 60-something. So, whatever that takes place in. But yeah, and the game is in the future, so. It's in, like, 2060. <sighs> yeah. Grandpa. Mm. Yep. That's me. Pep, pep. All the time. So, yeah, no, it's it's a lot. Like, I remember I got a, um... Do you remember when Resident Evil 5 came out? Did, did I got the special edition, because I was working at GameStop at the time. Mm-hmm. I was a manager there. Mm-hmm. And, um, it came with a little figure of... Chris Redfield, I think, was the main character of Resident Evil 5. Yeah. That sounds like a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and he was like, <laughs> fuck, I, I, mean, I don't even have video up, but I'm like holding my fingers up. Like, he was like this big. <laughs> Nobody knows. We'll get there about. someday. Yeah. He was maybe like three inches tall. Mm. And he did not stand right. Oh my God. Oh. So you put him on something and he would just kind of fall forward. And at one point, I had him on top of my TV and he fell off onto the rug. And he exploded oh, into, like, five different pieces. Oh, no. Onto the rug. Mm-hmm. And, Mm-mm. yeah, so, and I looked up online after the fact, and everyone was like, why does this figure just explode on its own? So, like, that wasn't the, I wasn't the only person to have that happen to it's, Oh, that's horrible. It's a feature. It's a, it's a feature. I was about it's to say feature, that. Yeah, yeah. So, no, there were, there were people who, uh, who had Chris Redfield in a bunch of pieces. Like, that's, that's a real thing. Jeez, Working as intended. That's horrible. Uh, there was a, this is a random thing mm-hmm. too. Didn't Resident Evil Five: The Collector Edition also come with like an Africa pendant, like just? Uh, yeah, it was something like that. And then it also came with, like a little pouch of Tricell or something, which was like yeah. the, the bad, scary corporation in that game. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like I think about that, and I'm like, okay, who are the type of people that buy these games, and are they the I type know. to wear an Africa pendant? <laughs> well, you got to understand, too, the hype for that game was unreal oh. because of how well RE4 did and how many iterations it had. At first, it was at the point, and I won't get too deep into it, but at first it was like, oh, this is going to be a GameCube exclusive. We're never going to put it on anything else. And then it came out on the PS2 and pissed everybody off. And then <laughs> it went back to Nintendo and came out on the Wii, which was, in some people's mind, the definitive version of this because you could use the Wii remote to aim and all that. Not in my opinion, but a lot of people like that. You shit. know that what? Too easy. I think I've actually played that one. It's fun. I did it's play one on the on the Wii. So I don't know, like they, that's the extent of my knowledge. Yeah, 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 right. So and then you know where we're at now, like Resident Evil Seven. Hey, are you ready for segues? Oh, Resident like- Evil Seven <laughs> um, was shown off at E3 lately, and uh, that demo went up on your choose your marketplace of mm. uh, of the game at the same time, and that was pretty legit. And the gameplay has totally changed. Uh, did you guys have a so, chance to play that demo by any chance? I did play it. Uh, I did play it. How What's was... the video game? <laughs> Is that not Overwatch? Nicole has no idea what games are because she's on the PC all day and doesn't have a <laughs> PS4 hooked up. You have a PS4 and you don't hook it up. I, I don't understand you. Oh my god, it's horrible. The last thing I played was um, Dragon Age Inquisition. Wow, that I played was, the shit out of that. That was a while ago, too. Typical. Oh, shit. Hook that thing up, right? Yes. So, no, I played can... um, what? Something else. Yep. We'll go back. We'll go back to that. <laughs> you can't even remember. No. Um. So yeah, no, they had that Resident Evil Seven demo, and uh, I mean, I'm interested to hear your take on it, Eli. But basically, when I got into that, I think I don't know what I expected, but I came away from it thinking, well, this seems like it really wanted to capitalize on the popularity of PT. 
but the execution was just not there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually don't have a PS4, but I did see like a lot of you know I follow multiple channels. I just played it and I just watched Perfect. a ton of them. So mm-hmm. from what I saw, it was definitely going for that PT vibe, and they. Um, Capcom had talked about earlier too that they want to go back to their horror roots, you know, quote unquote. Uh, right. Well, who who wouldn't after that shit that went down with Konami and everything like yeah. depriving everybody of what would have been one of the best horror mm. games of this generation? Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. And, and then everybody's like, yeah, I want horror games really bad. You know, I want things like this. And then this is what we get. You know, X number of months later, yeah. this demo. I think this is, it's a good effort. Um, it's a step in the right direction, I would say. But it it yeah. is pretty rough, uh, in in my eyes. It is. Um, I I'm hoping this is just. I, I think they said it was just like a teaser demo, right? It's not anything super solid. But if yeah. I I would like to see this expanded upon more before I'm like I'm yeah. into it. At the same time that I felt the execution wasn't there, I felt like there was potential for more in, um, in this series because, I think I think this E3 a lot of game franchises branched out and tried new things mm-hmm. um or at least a couple that i can think of anyway off the top of my head but this uh this feels like it has some untapped potential in it so i am interested to see where we go from here yeah yeah i mean I, they said it would be fully playable in vr from start to finish i don't know if i could survive that <laughs> yeah yeah really uh that'd be fucking crazy you can pause a horror game they just you know if you're sitting on the couch but if it's in front of your face mm-hmm. uh, um <laughs> You just start freaking out, rolling on the floor, yeah. screaming. Oh, no. Just destroy. Especially if no one's there. Like, what if? All right, so picture this: What if you're playing a horror game? You have the over-the-ear headphones. You have the, you know, the Vive or whatever the hell you're playing with on your face, mm-hmm. and you're home alone. And then halfway through you playing, somebody comes home and says, "Hey, what's up?" It touches you on the arm. <laughs> That's it. It's a fight to the death. Oh man. <laughs> At least right? in my eyes. Dude, that'd be too much. That'd be too much. I just. So. I can only imagine how many people will hurt themselves once. Once you know everyone has a uh, a VR system, yeah. Just because I mean, so many people got hurt just using the Wii oh, yeah. remote. Yeah, so many TVs are dead now. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine someone just like tripping over a cord or their chair or whatever, and just like wiping out their computer just completely or oh, game yeah, console. For sure. Oh, for sure. Oh, actually, um, this is just a random bit of news, but um, mm-hmm. in. Uh, Alienware is working on a uh, virtual reality backpack, and basically it's just oh okay, it's just a computer you strap to your backpack or to your back, and huh. you just plug your VR into it, and there's no like the cable management uh-huh. is all on your person, not like that's a pretty you. cool idea. That's awesome. That'd probably be super expensive, but uh, I would yeah. right, right. I would totally be behind oh something like god. that. Oh my god, I saw I saw like a commercial or advertisement or whatever for a laser tag. Um, thing Mm -hmm. where that was vr you put on a little vr helmet or visor and then everything had an overlay of just like this really cool game world while you were shooting other people with your laser gun it was the coolest shit yeah yeah that's pretty cool that's gonna be that's gonna be cool i really want to do it future is scary this is future is scary just wait the vr waifus are coming soon (laughs) Oh, and every day we move closer <laughs> and closer to that inevitable Gosh. fate of people never leaving their homes I, because they oh, found yeah, their, their VR wife. Yeah, just mm-hmm. get Amazon to bring you groceries every week and, like, that's it. Yep. <laughs> never have to leave your house. The Amazon that's drone. That's a dream. <laughs> Dude, I feel Someday. That. Someday soon. <laughs> <laughs> that's the future that I want to live in. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I bet, I bet at this point we probably have the um, the E3 slide up. So, 
we had some uh, games that we all liked that Speaking we wanted to talk about. Speaking of VR. Speaking so, of VR. While I was getting all this ready yeah. for the slides for our stream, low stream, if you're not watching the stream, you should. Well, if you're not watching it, you're obviously listening to the recording a few days later, but yep. next time you should totally be on that. Yeah, yep. um, get on that shit. And we will not start, you know, an hour late. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but so I was going through and getting these slides because I got I had gotten lists from um, these two for games we wanted to talk about, and then I found games I really like because I didn't actually watch E3. Again, what are video games? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I just watch. I just. For everything, pretty much everything now, I just watch my Twitter feed and see mm -hmm. what they're going crazy about, and then maybe watch a um, a preview or two. So that's legit. That's a legit. Way yeah. To do so it. today I just stumbled upon. Let's see what it is. Yay! The Unspoken, which is a VR yeah. game where you have you have like magical abilities and you can cast spells. I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> this is what I've wanted all my life. To live out those Harry Potter, <laughs> those Harry Potter role-playing dreams. Motherfucker. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it seems kind of cool. So, like, a lot of these VR games are importing this this teleportation element to it because mm -hmm. obviously a lot of people can't just walk around a fifty-foot living room or something. You know what yeah. I mean? So. It's 50 feet mm -hmm. a lot? I, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, maybe 50 feet. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, it's a lot. So, yeah. So they have this teleportation thing, so you don't have to move. So, like, in this game, in the trailer anyway, when I saw it, you're standing mm -hmm. on a pillar. Mm -hmm. And you are casting spells against either an AI opponent or probably a real person is the... Yep, they're going to have PvP, which... Legit. I'm so ready. I'm so great. ready to throw some fucking fireballs <laughs> at your face. Yep. Because obviously, if I get it, you have to get it. Yep, I do. Well, I'd have to get a headset, too, but... <laughs> well, here's the thing. You'd probably get an Oculus, and I would probably not, because my computer is a garbage machine. Oh. But, hey, you know, maybe we'll maybe I'll upgrade to, just to get that with you so I can kick your ass. <laughs> but, um, oh, okay. Okay. So, okay. yeah, no, it seems pretty cool. Uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm interested to see more about it. Yeah, yeah, for how sure. How many spells will we have to use? How do you cast them exactly? Is, do you do motions to cast them? How does that work? So Yeah, I'm, I'm liking the concepts of VR so far because you can make, like, really mundane tasks and just make a total game out of it and make it super interesting. Yeah. Like, uh, mm. Job Simulator is one of them, which is literally uh -huh. just, right, yeah. just, hey, pretend to work at like a, as a fry cook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that turns out to be super fun in VR. So there's still mm -hmm. a ton of possibilities to be explored with these type of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's so new that pretty much anything you do with it is mm -hmm. gonna be really fun or interesting at least. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I. Yep. And we're in I those remember. stages right now where like people mm -hmm. are still testing the waters with different things, and I think that's one of the things right. that's making it really fun. Yeah. I remember years back, we, um, my boyfriend at the time got the uh, like the very first kickstarter for the oculus rift mm -hmm. okay yeah. um was yeah and that was, that was yeah the dev kit that was way back and so i got to play around with that and <laughs> the main thing that was available at the time was there, you just go into this little very bad graphic world and you can like move a ball around pick up a chair 
<laughs> and I was like, holy shit, look at this. this look at me. Yeah. <laughs> look at me attempting to move this ball. <laughs> yep, yep. But oh my god, it made me so, so motion sick. Like, I, <laughs> five minutes in, I wanted to throw up. So that's my main problem with it. Yeah. And I know they are addressing it. I know on the second, uh, like, developer's kit for the Oculus Rip. Rip. Wow. They were. <laughs> they were. They did change something to help with that. That motion sickness. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's just a thing too. People are like messing around with uh, with these games that they just made and like, hey, try this. How is this? Is this a good? Is this a good thing? Can you try it for me? Like, it's just it's it's so new. I think that's really cool. Did you guys see pictures of the crazy line at the Naughty America booth? Oh, is that no. the porn VR one? The porn VR. Oh, jeez. No. <laughs> oh, hey, that would have been me. I would have wanted to experience that. <laughs> I would have lined up for it for sure. I can't and, say I wouldn't have. Right, so. right. It's just you're really curious. Like, what is this experience like in VR? Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's wondering that. Yeah, I mean, for sure, so, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to buy, like, a VR kit for porn. But if I ever do have one, <laughs> no. I'll be like, huh, what's what, what's up to offer? <laughs> <laughs> How close can I get before I get a little sick? <laughs> right, right. I'm open to this experience. Yeah, yeah no, it's. Um, I th- I just thought that shit was funny as hell. I don't know. What were some other games you guys liked? Eli, what'd you pick out anyway? Um, I picked out Persona Five and Gravity Rush mm-hmm. Two. Uh, I'll talk about Persona yeah. Five first because man, pres- they did like a 12 minute presentation at their Atlas booth, mm-hmm. I think. And God, yep. that game looks so slick in motion. It looks so good. Oh, yeah. And the style, oh my God, it is so well stylized. I just, like, mm-hmm. I'm in love. Uh, I'm really excited. Yeah, everything from like the menu to like just any, like the basic little visuals to the hit sparks. It's just so good. Mm-hmm. And God, mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> I'm just so excited for it. Uh, <laughs> me too. Me too. It's It seems like one of the few games that took forever and will be worth the wait. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. So yeah, I agree. I agree. That is it. The same guy doing the soundtrack as uh, the other ones? Shoji Megaru. Shoji Megaru. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is, along with uh, the girl that usually sings for the series. I can't remember her name, but mm. the one yeah. she's with. She has a distinctive voice. Yeah, she's usually with. Uh, I can't remember his name either. The, the rapper from Persona Three that's always in there. Yep. Yep. That's one of the things that makes those games what they are. I think. Um, it just, I mean, like, obviously this game is dripping in aesthetic, mm-hmm. and uh, the soundtrack seriously drives it home for me. I mean, I, I just, when I get the perfect fusion of music and visuals, mm-hmm. it, it sticks with me, and Persona's one of those series. Oh, for sure. That, for me, with gaming, that's the biggest thing for yeah. me. I want, I want the music to be really amazing and unique, and I want it to be just beautifully stylized. I mean, the mm-hmm. graphics don't even have to be amazing like no oh next gen graphics it just has to look really fucking cool yeah and unique yeah. This, inspired this game still I think is the inspired word. that's great yeah the game's still coming out on ps3 too so i'm sure it's still gonna look like it's, since it's heavily stylized it's gonna look just fine in an older system like mm-hmm. that i th- i think yeah. it's awesome that they're still doing that after all this time yeah yeah because mm-hmm. it's releasing it it's supposed there. to come out 2015 <laughs> so they kind of yeah. missed yeah. it but uh, <laughs> whatever well <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, that game looks fucking nuts. That's mm. gonna be so much fun, and the character designs. Oh, they're so. I good. love them all. Dude, so that good. guy who has the like masks are the thing this time around, right? Yeah, 
and mm. guns. That guy who has the skull mask. I want that skull mask. Oh god. He's like kind of <laughs> greaser cool. jacket type look too. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind <gasps> of like that. a thin Kanji uh-huh. from Persona Four. Yeah. Yeah, looks super cool. Mm-hmm. And you picked out. You said Gravity Rush too. Yeah, well. yeah. Um, do you guys know anything about so Gravity Rush? Tell me about Rush? that. Not, not really. I think so. Like the puzzles involve you changing the environment, right? Hence gravity. Rush. Sort of. It's more like an action style it. game. So it, it was originally a Vita game, uh, which nobody yep. <laughs> had a Vita. <laughs> but Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hey, I was saying this. I have. I, a Vita. I do too. Thanks. I love the Vita. What? I'm the biggest fan, but <laughs> we gotta, we gotta admit <laughs> it's not doing well. Um, <laughs> no. So this this uh. is a series that managed to escape the Vita and onto PS4. Um, Thank God. And basically, the the few. It's uh, it's like a it's like a girl who controls gravity, um, for for right. herself mostly. So like she doesn't like lift up the entire town, but um, right, right. It's just it's super fun because you're just flying over the place using uh the gravity her gravity kicks, and she's just bouncing all over the place, and it's just it's so fun and smooth to play. It's, I mean, the first one especially, um, even on the Vita, that played like a fucking dream. And the second one is just looking so much better with like more defined combat, uh, two new styles of uh, like modes she can go into with like a, I think it's called Jupiter style, which is like she increases the gravity a ton, so her she attacks a lot harder and moves slower. And I think is it Mercury style? I think where she has just no gravity and she's just flying all over the place. Mm-hmm. But, oh, cool. Yeah, and um, mm-hmm. the music's just fantastic in this, too. I know you guys were talking about, um, you know, style and music and games. Right. And uh, this game definitely has a lot of style to it and a lot of great music. I forgot mm-hmm. who the composer was, but um, he does an amazing job of, like, a kind of uh, jazzy type thing, I guess. Uh, it's okay. a little hard to nail down. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's... The world looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, even, even if... <laughs> I did defend the Vita a little bit. <laughs> I will be honest. I have like two games for it. Yep. Two games in the maybe three years I've had it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. The life of a Vita owner. I know how it is. <laughs> yeah. But I do remember playing the original game um, at like Best Buy. The demo mm-hmm. on the Best Buy like in store. Yep. So that's what I remember of it. So I have played a little bit, and it was really impressive. But then again, I was like, oh, Vita. <laughs> yeah. yeah really. Hey, well, I, I would really recommend um, the PS4 remaster that they have of the game now. Uh, that's, oh, that's a good idea. That's mm-hmm. super great. Uh, that first game's still really mm-hmm. solid, and it looks even better now on PS4. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Mm. I always, I just always miss uh, remasters for different consoles because I'm so set. In the mindset that hey, this game is on here. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Forever. Right, right. Yeah. Same. I'm I'm the same mm-hmm. way. I get it. Mm. So but this looks beautiful and they have a new like a new side character I saw. Uh yeah, she was a, a pretty minor character in the first game. Um she was she was oh, okay. like a main mm-hmm. antagonist type thing. But um, I've just I've literally never seen her. Yeah, she she was, <laughs> she was pretty late in there. I think her name's Raven. And um, mm. in this game now, there's like a, a combo, a tag combo system where she she'll like jump in when you do like super attacks and all that, and she'll like jump around you while she's fighting. She's kind of like an uneasy ally in this one, I'm guessing. I'm not too sure about the status oh. of the story, but I also really right. love her design too. I I, I kind of wish you could play as her. She is super cute. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, from the short description I had read, I thought you could do like a 
like you switch between the two in combat or something. But you explained it perfectly. Yeah, yeah. She's very. It's cute, nothing though. like that. I like her little tummy. She got a cute. Little I know tummy. her outfit. It's so cool. <laughs> She's so cute. And she has. They're both very cute. They're both very yeah. cute. And then uh, the main character cat has like a little tiny black cat that has like her. Mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. The cat's texture is like a rotating nebula. It's just like you just see stars when you look oh, at her, okay. and it's super oh, cool. Oh, that makes sense. Looking at even just the uh, the little screenshot I have up on the stream now, you can definitely tell. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot cooler. Because I know she does. Mm, I know she does have like one or two figures, but I've never actually noticed that about her cat. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think that now that you're explaining it more, I do think that I would really like it. So I'll have to try it out. Yeah, I would recommend this game to anybody, honestly. Even if you're going to get on the Vita, <laughs> for those two people that have it, which is just <laughs> me and Ono Raptors right now. <laughs> yep. That's it. Every time someone comes on the podcast to talk about games, it'd be, we should be like, do you have a Vita? <laughs> we're, now, we're now like two for Vita, a hundred for no Vita. All right, Vita Club <laughs> going strong. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, That's all I had for unfortunate. Uh, E3. Oh no, I actually had just one game I wanted to mm-hmm. my, uh, just mention kind of minorly because I didn't want to get too into mm-hmm. it was um, Near uh, Automata. I don't know if you guys have heard oh, that one. Oh man! <laughs> I, yes. You're excited for that one, right? Yeah, so excited for yeah. that one. Okay, so I won't, I won't go too far into it like we said, but mm-hmm. when I first beat Near, um, I tweeted the uh the gentleman who made it who was head of um cavia at the time mm-hmm. and i was like i love near it was such an incredible game thank you so much and he responded to me in english and was like thank you for playing my game or whatever <laughs> he said Aww, it's my so favorite sweet. tweet i've ever gotten back anybody at this point. that's nice and uh you should print it out and frame it i wanted to i wanted to <laughs> i'm not even kidding so yeah, what, I'm so excited for this Platinum Games and the fact that Nier's mm-hmm. coming back and the fact mm-hmm. that it's the same people who did the music before and the fact that it's the same game director. Like I don't mm-hmm. feel like this could fail. Yeah, it's like it's so perfect. Nothing could go wrong. I feel like just hmm. yeah. Uh, there was some gameplay too. I don't know. <laughs> Knock on wood. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> don't jinx ourselves but here. Seriously. But um, did you see that 16 minute gameplay video they had up at E3? Uh, with no, like... I'm nervous to watch anything other than the trailer. All right. Well, I won't say too much, but the boss fight they showed off was, it's it's near but better. That's the, which is great Fuck. because I love near, but the weakest part of that game was kind of it's so so combat, and mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah. And this just it looks like it fixes everything with it, and that's that's all I needed. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm particularly interested in this one just because the main character, I assume, uh, the, the girl with. White hair? Yeah. Yeah, you can play as the Her girl. Her outfit is fucking amazing. It's super cool. I would wear the, I would wear the shit out of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think one of the character designers was like, yeah, we tried to make this character look like you could easily cosplay it. That was the main goal. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. I would. I would totally cosplay this character. Mm-hmm. I just have to play the game. And the <laughs> yep. first one. Because then I'd feel bad. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. What, what an incredible game and like totally misunderstood when it was first released yeah when that came out I was like what is this what is this shit it's just some old guy <laughs> right right he looks <laughs> ugly as fuck yeah he looks like he got in a fight with a toaster and lost yeah but <laughs> for the first one I didn't even know that he was the main character I thought the um the the lady was with a, the tiny outfit yeah like the, this oh, like kinda, the blue outfit the skimpy blue yeah. dress or lingerie outfit she had 
Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's a super cool character, by the way. I love her. Awesome yeah. character as well. Yeah. Everybody in that game was mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Just saying. I, all right, we're gushing right. about it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, we said we're going to say too much about it, and here we go. <laughs> like, five minutes uh, later. But you can tell, like, I mean, that that first game must have been pretty good if we're this passionate about yeah. it. So. <laughs> I don't know. What else do we have I on will, our list? I'll have to check it out, because... Yes. I've read, I admit, I've, everything I know about the first game, I just know from, like, fan work, like, yep. doujin. Mm-hmm. So oh. that might that might be why I thought she was the main character. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would make yeah, sense. Yeah, I'm sure she's I really know popular with doujins. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn. So, yeah, no, I'm going to make you play that one, too. I told... Uh, Raptors before the podcast, I was going to make her play Shadow of the Colossus in a lock, locker room. You said, yep, you said lock me in a room and make me play it. Right, right, because she doesn't know the story. Oh, wow. I don't, no, I don't, somehow, I don't, I just know um, big, big things you fight and you climb on them. That's rare yep. to be unspoiled on that game. You should, you right. should totally you experience that. It. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's what I'm thinking, like, if she was spoiled on it, then yeah, alright, I guess maybe you don't need to play uh-huh. it, but like, if you mm-hmm. could go through that not knowing what's going to happen, it's I, I'm jealous that you get that yeah. basically. <laughs> so, make it Were happen. Were both of you spoiled on it, or? I, I oh, no, it's just the fact that I know what happens and I've played it and you have no idea, <laughs> and I wish I could play it again <laughs> for the first time. Uh-huh. You know? So, and huh. they, have a, they have a PS3 remaster version, so, and I have a PS3 that's just sitting here, so, you know, if you uh, oh. if you want to borrow it, buddy, just let me know. <laughs> But yeah, I might have to because I only have a PS4 now, mm-hmm. and the Vita, and, yeah, the, Vita. and the Vita, oh, and the 3DS. Can't, can't forget so. that. God damn, it. can't forget it. Even if I haven't played it in a year, even if the only game that I've put in it and it's like not left was Persona 4. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good uh, game to leave in there forever. Right? It is. It is actually. Sometimes I just turn it on and listen to the music. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this was this was worthwhile. Bloodborne mm. lived in my PS4 for like eight months. I feel uh, like, uh-huh. so I, I feel that. Mm, mm, mm. Um, what else we got on this list, man? You picked out something else, didn't you, Nicole? I picked out. This is another game that I just stumbled upon today. Cause again, I'm I'm so bad with keeping up with games. Mm-hmm. I just, <sighs> I don't know what it is. Don't come to me for game advice because I just stick to one game and I play the shit out of it. And that's all I know for like a year until I get tired of it and move <laughs> on to a new game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And right now it's Overwatch. So. <laughs> <laughs> but so I picked out We Happy Few, which is, as good. it says, a game of paranoia and survival in a drugged out dystopia English city in 1964. And it has, this is like a great visual game, I feel, because it feels, it's very, it's somewhat, it's fairly, wow, that's a lot of words to describe <laughs> something that none of them work together. <laughs> it's colorful, but like that dark, gritty color. Yeah. So it's kind of like whimsical and creepy. Yeah. Um, it, it feels, from what I've seen and what I've read a bit just today, oh boy, lots of games today, um, it feels very... Bioshocky. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've gotten that vibe yeah. from it too. For sure, for sure. So, in case people listening don't really know, like, um, when you're playing in this game, you have to make everybody else. You basically have to trick um, the AI in the game into thinking that you are are happy, quote unquote, mm-hmm. 
and everybody in the society takes these happy pills to keep them, you know, up and up, but you've decided, ah, maybe I don't want to take these anymore. Maybe they're bad. Mm -hmm. So you stop doing it. And if anybody figures out that you're not taking your pills anymore, they'll basically kill you. Yeah. Which I think, I think that's a really, really interesting concept. Absolutely. And every time you die, when you come back, the game generates a whole new map for you to explore. Oh, wow. So then there is, and even because, in spite of that, Mm. there's a narrative too. So, Mm -hmm. like, there is a story to this thing, even though it's procedurally generated. It, uh,. Seems it cool. kind of reminds me of the ship. I mean, I, I don't know too much about this game because I've just just even seeing gameplay, I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> but um, right. yeah, yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of that uh, that multiplayer game, the ship, where it's like you're trying to kill everybody, like all the, like other players, but still kind of act natural uh, in a sort of way. Uh-huh. And I, I, oh, interesting. It reminds me of that sort of in that trying to. Mm. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. But yeah, yeah, pretty cool. I'll definitely be keeping an eye. Mm-hmm. for it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. me too me too i just like i like really quirky games i guess one of the reasons why i don't keep up with games as much as i used to is just because i get i get so bored of the same thing well, over and over do blend into the background because really the do. game industry they figure out a trend and then they run with it for a long time yeah and you see it replicated in slightly different formats so it's it's not as often anymore that you find a game that has a cool hook like this one does mm-hmm. so yeah I, I do get what you're saying like Persona's hook is just how incredibly stylized it is <laughs> this game is the the theory of of um, like what's what's what drove the developer I think to make it I think is really interesting to me because mm-hmm. like he actually has a, a point he wants to get across in a story and not just yeah, here's yeah. the game mm-hmm. you know so it's different for everybody though Mm-hmm. I'm just curious to know what the hell's going on in this game because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, like I still look at the gameplay I'm like what oh okay right? yeah it's gonna be a unique experience yeah. and I think most of all that's what I want from games yes mm-hmm. yep definitely and why, why would you play to keep doing the same thing over and over again unless it's Overwatch <laughs> unless it's Overwatch Overwatch is fun no matter how many times you do it that's <laughs> it is it's just plain fun mm-hmm. yep yep I had a couple that I picked out too. Um, first one that really made an impression on me when it was first shown mm-hmm. off was For Honor, mm-hmm. which I think is a right. Ubisoft title. And because uh, I like I like fantasy and knights and swords and all that shit, that's my favorite thing to like get into. And uh, this looks super cool, man. So it's actually trying to replicate combat in like sword based combat in a way that's not totally arcadey but that's not totally re- realistic either mm-hmm. you have to you if someone's going to attack you for example you have to block in the right direction to hold it and you have three different places you can block left right or mm-hmm. low i think is another one and uh there are three different um types of knights you can play in this game there's vikings there's samurai and then there's your typical like i don't know typical run-of-the-mill knight mm-hmm. And, Wasn't there uh, a really popular game that was somewhat similar, but it's all... Uh, I think you're thinking uh, of PvP? Chivalry? Was that it? Chivalry. Yes, yes. Yep. So I, I definitely fucked around in mm. that for a while, because <sighs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It is really ridiculous. I remember they were saying they tried to make that a realistic de- depiction of um, mm-hmm. sword fights. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's cool what they've come up with with For Honor. Um, as long as I think each faction 
plays differently enough to be interesting, uh-huh. that that's gonna go for a long time. And there's room to expand on too. It's not like those are the only three types of knights. You know? Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. You just keep adding in whatever. Right, right. So I was pretty jazzed up about that. Um, I was also excited that Last Guardian finally got a date. Oh Jesus! How long has this been since two thousand nine? Yep. Oh my god. Oh boy. Speaking of Shadow of the Colossus. So <laughs> right. this thing the, the date on this I think was October twenty fifth of this year. Yeah. Which is coming oh, right nice. up. Holy yeah, shit. It's yeah. Four months oh, away. I didn't think I'd live to see the day this game came out. <laughs> yeah, really. I, I did think this was gonna die. In fact, I um I gave up hope that it was ever going to get released. Mm-hmm. So it's been so long that while I was putting together this list, I was like is this the first game or the second game? This is the second game, right? Because the first one came out a long time ago. Yep. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's just been the it, same one this entire time. <laughs> I think it looks. I think it looks neat, and I want to know the story, but I don't know if I could play it. Really? Yeah. It just. I don't like. And MMOs and other games where you have to like lead a companion places. Oh, yeah. They That's drive me be the thing fucking that kills crazy. This or not. Yeah, if, yeah. If, if it's tedious to lead um, this big cat griffin around, mm-hmm. then yeah, you're you're gonna not Just really have AI as can be so so dumb. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why that's why I personally probably won't play it unless it gets like amazing reviews. And if if nothing really sad happens, if something really fucking sad happens to mm-hmm. that, oh. to the thing it- to the big. Griffin thing? I think it's almost guaranteed that something sad is going to I know, to I know. One point. of them's going to die. It's an Ico game. One of them's so, going to die. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's no way that something sad can I can't happen. do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It already looks so sad. Like, I can't yeah. do it. I do love the tone of this game, though. It's very, like, mellow and moody. Even in the trailers they yeah. showed off, it's, like, it's mostly silent, and you just hear, the, like, the kid running around and the, the, mm-hmm. the big thing uh, jumping around, too. Like, and cooing and making little noises. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's cute. I'd watch a like a let's play or something of it, but probably mm-hmm. not play yeah, it. I can understand that. The guy who's in charge of the project, um, Fumito Ueda, he uh, his games have always felt very human, even though they've always been mm-hmm. high fantasy and stuff. Well, not high fantasy, but they've always had fantasy elements to mm-hmm. them. Um, because I think it, he tries to portray realistic. Um, emotions and interactions between mm-hmm. characters, and, and, and there aren't usually many characters in his games either. Maybe like two or three, yeah, throughout from from start to finish. But he tries to make it seem. I don't know. I, I'm not trying to sound like dramatic when I say it this way. But he tries <laughs> to make it seem raw, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree uh-huh. with you there. He definitely has the talent to do that too. Yeah, without a doubt, and I think this is just you know going to follow in that with that pattern. Mm-hmm. I, I do see that coming in this one. I too. feel like there's no way but. I just can't. Like I have to get this. It's just been so long. Like I, <laughs> if I didn't, like what would I be? What would I be doing with my life? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. And then Zelda. Oh, Zelda. Oh, that's a big yep, one. Yeah, that's a thing. Breath of the Wild, which is a pretty sick name, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm. This was. Uh, I don't know. This was like a- I'm excited. I like all their yep, stuff they're pulling. And that's all we have to say. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I like how they're pulling from a lot of genres on this one. You could like really yeah, see, they really are like a lot of influences. Like overall, it's a very impressive idea, mm-hmm. especially for a Zelda game. Yeah, like an open world, mm-hmm. go wherever you want. Like actually, this time, like they've said mm-hmm. stuff like you can just go straight to the boss. You feel like it straight out the spawn. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, 
Yep. How about that? I'd, I'll play Link in his underwear and go fight Ganon. <laughs> Which you played his underwear, by the way. They've made sure to highlight that on the stream. I saw that. That's very, oh that's very exciting that's for purpose. some, some yeah, players. You know. <laughs> and they're very, like, core group of the fans. Gotta get so. the Fujoshi fan base, you know? Yep, 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 yep. The, and we were talking about early, earlier, like, um, some major installments in franchises messing around with the formula of their games a little bit. This mm-hmm. is definitely one of those. You can oh, you can jump sure. whenever you want. For the first time in the yeah. series, you can jump whenever <laughs> you want to. Um, Which I always think, I'm being completely honest, is a big highlight to games. Especially if they add it on, like, the second game. Was like, holy shit, you can jump. Because I just, I randomly jump just a yeah. lot yeah if you play overwatch with me i'm just i'm usually jumping yeah yep yep there's it no helps it really helps it does actually help it does no i can attest to that as well um there's no collecting hearts in the field in this anymore there's making food and replenishing your hearts mm-hmm. that way like mm-hmm. that's another thing that's that's totally new to the series um the stamina bar climbing walls climbing basically any surface i'm, I'm sure there are going to be some surfaces you can't climb because of puzzle solving elements mm-hmm. but um, it's just they're they're treading new ground with this, and I'm really excited about. Yeah, it. I mean, they even have things like you can use drop weapons from enemies and just use that like as your weapon. It's not it's not just you know you, it's, you don't just oh, yeah. get the basic sword at the start and then the master sword and then that's it. There's like mm. weapon durability. Yeah, totally variety new. of weapons too that they showed off like a hammer or a spear or a short sword and axe. Yep, these aren't new concepts by any stretch, but the right. fact that they're implementing into that they had to do something different with this game i think because they had a lot riding on skyward sword and i think it was uh-huh. met with a lot of criticism mm-hmm. right because they tried to people use mm-hmm. that we motion plus or whatever mm-hmm. with it and i mm-hmm. played the game start to finish and i thought it was a cool story but it's not nearly as memorable as some of them yeah mm-hmm. it's uh they're doing they're going the right direction with this one though i feel like also uh skating on your shield pretty cool that's <laughs> legit that's that's <laughs> awesome i like that uh so yeah, I don't know. New Zelda game. I'm excited for it. Good shit. Um, Good shit. Apparently, the guys who worked on it from Xenoblade uh, X. I don't know if you guys know that Wii U game. Oh yeah, I was just reading that. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the guys from that team are working on this game as well. And if you did, if you that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, if you guys didn't know, Xenoblade X or it's, yeah, it's X. Um, they had a huge yep. map. Like it was stupid big, especially mm-hmm. for the Wii U. And this game is also having huge maps, so I'm guessing they're bringing their like technical know-how or ability for the Wii U to make that happen. Right. God so, damn. That we I think we talked about this earlier this week, but the fact that when Reggie came on stage and was like, "What we're showing you today is a small percentage of the map in this game," and mm. blah blah blah. So you know, you're like, okay, sure. I mean, people are gonna say that when they try to get people excited about the size of their game let's see what it actually is you see the map and you're like oh okay that's pretty big and then they zoom out and you're like oh okay that's bigger and then they zoomed out more and you're like holy he shit keeps zooming right. out. this is a small fraction this is really a small and i don't even think we saw the full overworld map in those screenshots that we got from e3 yeah i'm sure there's some other hidden stuff uh, stuff in the corner too that we just they just can't show on the map yep it reminds me of um so i didn't have the best experience with twilight princess I just didn't really like a lot of, a lot about it. But one of the things was the fact that they had this big open world that you could go run around in. There was nothing to do in yeah. it. There, no side quests whatsoever. You come mm. off the, the back of something like Wind Waker or Majora's Mask where there was shit to do. 
in the world that you were given, and they were it was substantially smaller. Well, maybe not Wind Waker, but I guess if you just factor in the islands, mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, um, and then you give me this, and there's nothing to do in it. Okay, great. I appreciate that you went through the effort to make something big, but I have no reason to explore it. And so if you know if they make that same mistake with this game, then I will be pretty disheartened. But mm. just crossing my fingers, man. We don't know everything yet, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make decisions on. Yeah, that. yeah. I was very apathetic about this game at first because like uh, I'm not, I haven't really been to Zelda lately, but this has this has piqued my interest a little bit. So I feel like I'm definitely yeah. gonna keep my eye on it from now on. Yeah, I'm really interested in it as well, and I'm not I'm not a huge Zelda fan. I've actually never finished a game um start to finish yeah because yeah. i just when i was younger i it's not a game that i had gotten mm-hmm. sure just somehow definitely. magically <laughs> uh you know it, it well, definitely let me happens. tell you about pokemon <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> again they're just sticking with one game and playing the shit out of it for like months and months and months and months <sighs> always it's always been like that <laughs> Which one was that for you? What was the first Pokemon game you got? Um, I think it was Red. Red? Oh, man, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good shit. Yeah. I didn't That's get into it shit. until Ruby, so. <sighs> but. Okay. Pokemon. Okay. Whatever you say, man. <laughs> and we had one but other before, game. Before I play this, I'll probably... I should go back and play some. It's so easy to now. Like they're yeah, it is. They're back on the 3DS. You can play just um, like ROMs and oh yeah, ROMs they're on totally your real. phone. Yeah, you, it's, it's like, <laughs> so I've just been slacking. I should play that between Overwatch matches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. We had one other thing too. Um, Kojima told us about his new game, Eddie Three. And uh, I don't think we learned very much from the trailer, did he, but... Did he tell us about it, or did he let us experience it? <laughs> he let us experience it. We experienced... It was very visceral, yeah. too. And uh, I, I kind of worry for Norman Reedus. What has Kojima done? I, but... What the fuck was this? <laughs> Norman Reedus and his Norman Fetus. The game. <laughs> Death Standing, I think it's called, right? Yes. Death, st- Stranding? Death, yeah. Uh, just so you know, is it stranding? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think so. I thought it was standing because I, yeah, that makes sense. He stands up. That makes total sense. Sure, <laughs> the next one could be death sitting. Yeah. Who yep. knows? <laughs> that makes crying. that makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> death taking a nap. So, yep. <laughs> have you guys heard any details about this game? Like from the little Kojima's talked about it, like off screen. Just, yeah. just little things. I've heard no yeah. details. No tales. It's he's <laughs> no real info. Yeah, though. the most he said is that it's supposed to be an action style game, apparently. But um, right. uh-huh. but it's gonna be but it's gonna be new. Yeah, and that death uh-huh. like a new spin on action games. He said that death is also gonna have a new type of consequence, which I'm pretty sure it means that Kojima is just gonna mm. fucking kill you now if you lose. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna just come in to real your house life, he's gonna show you up. You die in the game, you die in real life. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a new experience, uh, so. That, that machine from the. He could Kojima do anything and people would be like, fuck yeah. Just <laughs> that guy in the giant yeah. spacesuit just breaks into your house and breaks your neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But I, I have my own theory about this, this cinematic that we saw. Lay it I think on that us, lay it on us. I think that Kojima is Norman Reedus, and I think the baby is Metal Gear. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's my theory anyway. And then this is him mourning and moving on. So, I'd buy that. Yeah. I don't know. Sure, sure. Right? We, we can't say no. <laughs> we can't. We don't we know We don't know sure what yet. the fuck's going on, so sure, why not? <laughs> so yeah, pretty excited to see what that turns yeah. into. I remember he was also he was also talking about somewhat about gameplay about how every weapon you use in a game is a stick or a rope. Oh, <laughs> what? And that yeah, no one else read that interview or whatever. No, I didn't know. I didn't hear that I'm, one. I, I'm gonna explain. I'm gonna explain this horribly. But he said that every like every weapon you use in a game is a stick to like keep enemies away from you. And then oh. you can use a rope to pull them in. So this game will be using those elements in a unique way. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Both everyone will have to just go look up that interview because it didn't give a lot of details. Again, it was just like, hey, I'm going to do this thing, but in a unique way. But that also somewhat ties into the feel or the story of the game. Who... Who fucking knows? I do not. I I, do I not. feel like the more Kojima tries to tell imagine. us, the less I know. Exactly. It just produces more. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like if we had just seen this like little teaser, I'd be like, yeah, okay, uh, baby, baby ba- gone, crabs, invisible yep. ghost, baby, maybe. The, the man speaks in riddles. Sure. He's like but a sphinx. No, there was know. crabs too, I guess. Maybe that. I don't know. There's going to be crustacean enemies. And the the floating figures in the sky. Someone was putting their hands all over Norman Reedus with handprints. All over. I mean, who wouldn't? Make him dirty. Even his little... Dirty. He's a dirty boy. (laughs) Even his little, like, Mpreg (laughs) incision wounds or whatever. Yes, yes. Dude, that's why I think it's Kojima, because Uh, Metal Gear was his baby. (laughs) And it was taken from him. His fight Mm. to get back Metal Gear. Sure. Dude, I've thought about this. I really have. (laughs) This is the Real Theory Craft uh, Podcast. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't man. know. I think it's... I think it's Ghost Babies, so... Touching him? Yeah. yeah. yeah I couldn't him. even begin to guess. And he has to, he has to find he has to find the child. And he has to, like, pull him back with the, with the umbilical cord. Because <laughs> yep. he said rope. Five, <laughs> Who knows? The five different things in the sky are five different uh, timelines where he has five <laughs> different children. And so he's the, the baby dying is the end result of what will happen to his child. So he has to go into each different timeline and rescue his kid and he'll have five. And every time, kid. every time you die, it's another, it's another thing up yep. in the sky. You have to yep. start all over, all, all over, over. Uh, Procedurally generated baby rescue. It's secretly <laughs> a Hideo Kojima dating sim. You play as Norman Reedus. <laughs> And you have a son, and yes. you have to like date while you have a child. <laughs> no, you play as you play as Kojima, and you have to date. <laughs> there you go. I'd play that. <laughs> I'd pay sixty dollars for that game. Who Again. wouldn't at this point? Yep. I, I no. Even if it's shit, I will buy it when it oh, comes yeah. out. Oh yeah, you can already <laughs> after this build up. I I think it's so weird that you can already pre-order this game, but nobody knows anything about it. Like, you saw a trailer with some Mpreg, and that's it. And crabs. And everyone's like, I'm in. It's $60. Put me down. I love that he was naked. I didn't expect that. Yeah, was that Did anyone like? expect that? Oh, oh, oh. Mm. I expected. That I and 
That and Link in the Little Shorts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, E3, and the dancing giraffes. Mm. Hitting the target audience—that's for sure. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no yeah. idea. I'll I'll let you play it, and then you can tell me. Yeah. How it is? All right. I'll stream it, and you can watch. <laughs> you should. You should. And then we can all experience it together. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be life changing in some in some we'll way. We'll all become better yep. people because of it. By the end of it, so here's the death. The consequence of death in that game is that you have to carry Norman Reedus's baby. <laughs> oh no, Kojima's baby. Oh boy, this game's gonna be fucking something. I know that. Whatever it's gonna end yeah. up being. I hope. I hope you're naked the whole time. <laughs> Even too. if there are other characters, I they could be clothed. I don't care. We have to be put naked. jiggle physics yep. on his dog. <laughs> like yes. really fierce ones too, to the point where it's like really unrealistic and it's just going and bending in places just like every game that has them and has female characters exactly give the ladies what yeah. they want the same thing the guys get mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. give them the jiggly balls give them who doesn't want jiggly testicles uh-huh. I mean that's why I play <laughs> games and I'll tell you what I'm pretty damn disappointed <laughs> I've been playing for 20 fucking years and I don't have one jiggly testicle game yet no no. Uh, I'd appreciate a little bit of man boob <sighs> jiggle too. Just, just, just get that in there. <laughs> yep. That's what Roadhog. Oh yeah. Oh god. So yeah, um, I think this concludes our E3 discussion. I like to end things yep. on a high note, so I'm going to stop. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> end on the uh, boob physics, man boob physics. Right. That was the high mm-hmm. note. That was yeah. the high note. Um, yeah. So. Just a reminder to everybody, um, we're going to be showing up on Boss Fountain Podcast, I guess. This is this is going to happen. This is a real thing, and I'm excited. Yeah, it's for reals, these guys, I promise. The real shit. Nicole is not excited at all. She's just going to oh, sit in silence. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, I was looking back at the stream because that's my job. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Somebody's going to But no, it, it should be really fun, um, and we'll have, we'll have a larger group to chat with than, than what we do here. Yeah, definitely. And we have to coerce them all to join us to, in the group. They have to join the anime figure <laughs> club. They have to go down the dark path. <laughs> so, uh, Eli, where can people find you and the podcast? All right. Um, if you guys want to find me on Twitter, I am at LocoRolo. That's L-O-C-O-R-O-L-L-O. That's my Twitter handle. Um, nice. If you guys want to follow us, uh, the Boss Fountain and my crew over there, we have a Twitter and that's the boss fountain that's just that at twitter um all right and we also have a website that's her libsyn page with all our show notes all our past episodes and all that and that's just the boss fountain.com and all this information is going to be in the description if you haven't noticed it already it'll be down there um as always you can get raptors and i on twitter at ono raptor and at zero paradigm um, hey, if you want to be on the show, like Eli, and be our special guest, send us an email or a tweet. You can email us at projectpbcpodcast at gmail.com, and we will respond within three days, I promise. <laughs> Do it. Come on here. At it's least. a fun time. <laughs> or your money back. As Eli knows, within three days. <laughs> Not only do you get a chat with us through the podcast time, but you also have like an hour as we set up. Yeah. Oh, so good. It, so good. The benefits It are was a fun hour. It was very worth it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. 
All right, folks, until next weekend. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.